1: and Sliva, and this is the casual fridays REI podcast today we're talking memento more with land extraordinaire trevor probant uh, before we dive into that though let's talk about the casual fridays land flipping blueprint because today is the last day of our sale so if you haven't gotten into that you better go check it out but if you're thinking about getting this niche um, we've taken all the knowledge we've gained through the years of consulting and hundreds of clients and put it into this course. It's in an easy-to-follow video format. It's got all the contracts, scripts, and forms that we use in our daily business. And everyone that joins gets a free one-on-one training with either myself or Justin. So if you're interested in learning more, all you got to do is go to our website, click on the training tab, check out, and get started. Man, I'm excited
0: today. We've got Trevor. He came in from West Texas all the way to visit us, visit us in small Crowley, Texas. That's right. Today <laughs> Could be the That's big it, town to him. It, it could be. <laughs> And then we made him walk to lunch. We're like, you got to walk, son. So, I needed it. Yeah. So Trevor, welcome to the show, man.
2: Thanks, man. I appreciate y'all.
0: So this is going to be a uh, fun one. So if you if you don't know who Trevor Brobin is, he's a, friend, a longtime friend of the show. If you came to live event number one, he spoke at it. Came to live event number three, he spoke at it. He does not like our lunches or free drinks afterwards, so he never stays. So you don't get a chance to talk to him very much. But this is your chance to get to hear him a little bit live and in person with us here on the podcast today.
2: Yeah man. Um I'm, I'm I'm pretty pumped up about it and uh, and like I said I I love what what y'all do with y'all's trainings and and things like that and that's why you know anybody that I get in contact with like I I send them to y'all and there's yeah. a re- and there's a reason for that. Like okay. no 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 BS, right? Like that's that's the beautiful thing about like what y'all are and, and what y'all do here at casual fridays
0: so you were a really good fluffer back in the day
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, and
0: some of you won't get that joke because adam won't let me have our blooper reel up but adam uh, hit trevor with a little fun uh intro and we edited it out so you won't ever hear that but trevor in his past life <laughs> had a good career in another industry <laughs> I guess is that would be that another industry or the industry? The industry. The, the industry. industry. Yes. Okay. Yep. Man, I, I the fun thing for us is that we've we've done some deals together, we've looked at deals together. Should I bet we've underwritten a hundred plus subdivides in the last six months together. And we have just closed out Bond Road. I know Adam likes to talk about that a little bit. He wants to talk about that a little bit. And how your role went in that and how people can work with you if they want to do stuff in certain states and get and get in contact with you about that. But I want to know, like, what's going on with you? Like, things are changing. Life is
2: different. Yep, yep. Now, um I've, I finally took Justin's advice and <laughs> full-time real estate now. Uh, uh, anyway, and so it's uh, it's it's a big transition. Again, I, I had done oil and gas and real estate, basically working two jobs for the past couple years. Uh, and so, but like I said, these guys, you know, believed in me and and we worked together on a on a big deal this bond road and uh it's, it's been fun and uh we've got another one coming down the pipeline you got you got a couple coming down the pipeline
0: uh, three actually yeah and i couldn't be a pro band so i couldn't get on one of them <laughs> oh man we like you justin
2: we wonder deals with you but yeah
0: you're not family on this one this one <laughs> we'll,
2: we'll we'll talk about that here in a little bit and uh-huh. and, and and really talk about not doing things a little bit different than than the norm, and yeah. why that opportunity even happened.
0: Yeah, no, I, I like that. So today's topic is Momento More. and I told you it's been kind of float, floating around my spear. I've been trying to get Adam to talk about this for the last probably month because it's been in my spear. He just just he says, "Hey, we know you're going to die, Justin. You're you're going to die. Just live with it. Go with it." Now, I've but, never
1: once heard the term momento mori in my life, so don't say <laughs> you've been trying to get me to talk about this for a month. <laughs>
0: so I've I've read that list to him every every week for thing
1: skips that that topic every time because I never heard it
0: okay fair enough so you say so you say he's got ginkgo biloba brain going on over (laughs) here for me so Trevor if we had to talk about that topic with you what is this kind of this transition in life is this kind of a redefinition of your goals and what you're doing or is this
2: just a hey I think I'm ready now
1: wait wait wait. what does it mean like because it means
2: it it means it and it's it's from stoicism but I can't remember which general it was in the Roman Armory. Well, actually, I believe it's Marcus Aurelius, obviously, but he used to have a guy that would ride with him. Then, and whenever he would, you know, get too big a head, too big of head, or you know, think too much of himself, he would have somebody that would whisper these words, "Memento morti, and into his ear, and it would, and it said, "Remember that you will die." Yep. And and the whole thing with that is to realize that we don't have very much time on this earth, mm-hmm. you know, just like we talk about, we, we talk about how land doesn't change. Mm-hmm. And we talk about how, you know, the thing, you know, the dirt's always going to be there, you know, one way or the other, but unfortunately everything changes, right? Yeah. Whether, whether, you know, that's something, you know, you find arrowheads four feet deep you know, on the, this parcel or right where we're sitting right now, it was a farm at one time. It was a ranch before that. And it was just wild, pe- wild grasslands before that. And so you're only here for a certain amount of time. So what are you afraid of, and at least for me individually? Like, I'm not going to be here very long. I'm looking 40 in the face. I've got another 15, maybe 20 years of excellent health and energy and stuff like this. And then I'm dead. Or not dead, but <laughs>
0: yeah, dead at <laughs> dead. I may be dead. dead. To be
2: honest with you, I may be. I, I may be. Dying at sixty. You know what I'm saying? But, like, that, and I don't take that as a negative way. I take that as a positive thing to realize like I've got so many days and I better use them because like to be cheesy like you only have so many days yeah you got to get after it
0: dude I, I I like that and early on in the year last year when we talked goals I said I was going to take the first half of the year to kind of do some deep soul searching deep dive on me to kind of get my mindset and my mind I guess was getting drawn to this because it 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 makes me feel like when you have kids you watch them grow up and I'm having to step back and enjoy some of these smaller moments with the little one or the the twins at they're this season in life because you're never going to get this season life again. It's going to continually change. And you say that you said it perfectly when we talk about the land. It doesn't change. It may not change over the years, but it's still the 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 mechanism is going to change. You know, your price, your buy price, your sell price is going to change. Your your entrances and your exits are going to change. Your business as a, as a whole is going to change. We've talked about our business is changing for a lot of. It's getting more subdivide. A lot of a little bit of improvements. You know, it's it's going more from just trying to buy something for five thousand and. Sell it for 10. It's it's going into bigger things, using leverages, and, and different pieces like that. But when it all comes back down to that personal level, yes, we are going to die. Yes, we only have so much time. And how do we like really use it now to enjoy life to the fullest, whether that's your personal life or your business life?
1: Yeah. It was always a big deal to me. I never really had a name for it. You guys are so fancy, but... I was uh, we read like, you know, like having a day job sitting there in a job you hate which i know there's a ton of people listening that can relate to is you're in a job you don't like and you think there's a whole lot more going on but uh or you know there could be a whole lot more going on in your life it's like okay i only have x amount of time on this earth why am i sitting here doing this i need to be chasing my own dreams
2: yep and i i'd take it a little bit differently and maybe that's just here in the last few months is that obviously you know you don't want to be doing what you don't want to be doing and you know all you know we only got so many days and all this other stuff but i use it to inspire me
1: mm-hmm.
2: to take those actions i'm afraid of mm-hmm. i just got done reading a book and he was talking about like whatever you're afraid of that's what you should be doing right and and we're going to talk here in a little while about how we can differentiate ourselves as individual land investors mm-hmm. and by doing that, we have this massive growth, which I'm going through right now. Mm-hmm. Like my belief in myself and understanding again you can you can read every book, you can listen to every podcast, you can take every course, it doesn't make anything until you've got bloodied in the nose yeah. by, you know, uh, an attorney or a you know or a or you know, a what, judge a <laughs> judge or <laughs> seller, a title company, whoever's gonna give you some just
0: piece of little shit yep day. That one thing, but on the macro, you, yep. you it's, it's, it's trending to the right direction.
2: The cool thing about the though, is that should inspire you. Again, it's that get over it, you'll do better, all this other stuff. But the cool thing is, is whenever you realize you've only got so many days on it, then it frees you from fear. Okay. And I think that's the big deal. That momentum, more personally for me frees me from fear and allows me to really do what I want to do. And the dreams I've had for 10 plus years... I haven't done the way I've needed to, and it has been because of false evidence appearing real. Straight up fear. I knew yep. all the stuff before. I had the network, all this other stuff. I didn't have the guts to do it.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that was I think that's pivotal for you with Bond Road and I know we're gonna touch on this a little bit, but I think that's you you went to some people and maybe they didn't understand what you saw, what you did. Um, I know that on that deal it went to your family first who's got years and years of it and they're like, dude, it just kinda needs too much of an improvement, so we're not sure we wanna do that. You brought it to us, and we looked at it, and we said, yeah, let's do it. And I think you took it to one other guy before us, an oil guy out in West Texas. He's an oil guy, pure money, just didn't understand what he actually what, what the deal was. So you got lined up with people that had a similar vision and would work at the pace that you felt it needed to work at. Maybe at times it was a little bit slower. Maybe at times it was a little faster. And it was, But it was done at a pace that it was comparable. You were, you, were, you were able to jog that marathon with us. Yep. And it turned out gangbusters for all involved. Um, I mean, I, I think you're the second highest paid out of that group <laughs> on that deal, and it worked out well for one of our investors. I think he I mean, he was 980000 in profit on a deal, put in half a million, and he bought a lake house with it. So, but what we did was we were that able to. Guy. I know, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to get invited. Yeah,
0: <laughs> oh, he's got to remodel it. it. It wasn't a. It, it's it's going to need. He's he's going to spend that whole 980 on the house and remodel because his his girlfriend thinks that when you get a big fridge, it has to be a Viking. It can't not be uh, a Viking. One right? of those. It can't be just a GE. Yes. You know. So yes. they're 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 going to have fun with that. I don't even think he listens to the show. So. Hopefully he doesn't. He might get mad at me saying that, but it's all right. He's only five five. I don't care. <laughs> on a good day, <laughs> on a good day with his boots on. So no, but it, it but it it worked out into a point where now you've you've built some relationships down in that area where you some of those deals are coming. The next three you're talking about are coming out of that. But what did it do for you after that? Like did the, the money guys that you went to you have you have a book now? You have hey this is what we've done. This is this is my credentials. This is my street cred now. You know, and it and it allows you to put those opportunities that you were out knocking on doors for. It puts them in front of them and say, "Hey, this is what we did with this, but we can also do
2: this." Yeah. Well, I think I think the biggest deal is it just finally takes you out of your damn shell. Yeah. Or me personally, of theory versus experience. Right. Oh yeah. Like like you can you can have knowledge, but you need wisdom. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I, I agreed. One hundred percent. You know, and and so like that's where like I made. 17 phone calls to brokers Mm -hmm. yesterday my whole goal for 2022 i've got a very large goal Mm -hmm. and how i'm going to do that is you know break it all down and it's going but the thing is is i would not even put those goals a year ago yep and it doesn't make any difference as far as what's in your bank account anything else like that it's your mindset
0: yeah it's that mindset and that goal driving that brand new truck out there we saw today (laughs) it's a beautiful truck It's it's a big one Big old strong West Texas boy truck. Got to yep.
1: implement those goals to continue making making that payment. Action right, and that and, and <laughs> he to didn't be... make no payment. He paid cash for that. He <laughs> folded out
0: hundred dollar bills. Don't let him fool you.
2: <laughs> no, but like that. But it's true. Like it's that definitive action. Yep. That allows you to understand. Like, hey, I want to climb up that mountain. I want to be at the top. But guess what? You've got to go through the dip, right? Yep. The Seth Godin stuff. Like you got to go through that dip in order to get there. And I think. I could wish that on anybody that's listening to this is go ahead and go through your dip, whatever that is. Yeah, and yeah. I,
0: lo- I love that you put it that way because you didn't put it in a go buy you a course, go learn to do this, and this is going to be the thing for you. you everybody's journey is unique. It's not that a person is going to have a, hey, I got to replicate what Trevor did, what Adam did, what Justin did, or whomever they follow. You you're not. We're not telling you to replicate that. We, we understand your journey is going to be different, and you put it eloquently there where you said... You're going to have to go through your dip, whatever that is. Maybe it's getting your wife on board. Maybe it's having to deal with some trouble outside of this or dealing with your corporate job to get it lined up to where you can start to implement this. You know, I've, I get the question a lot, and I know Adam gets it all the time is when can I go on my own? You know, you are a guy that's been doing this as long as we have since 2016, 15, mm-hmm. and before that in other niches, and your family's been doing this since the 90s. And now it's 2021 going into 2022, and we got you to end the year moving into Trevor Proband, Inc. versus part-time Trevor.
1: Yeah. Would you say there was a like a defining moment in your dip where you realized that, okay, this is just fear that I needed to get over and I can actually do this?
0: And if you cry on the show, it's okay. We won't. <laughs> yeah. We won't judge. <laughs> that means I have to I, have feelings, right? I, I cry a lot.
1: Yeah. No,
2: I, I think actually, to be honest with you, it was going through the approval process with accounting. Mm-hmm. Like, going to the commissioner's meeting, doing all that. Like, just going through it. And you realize none of it's hard. Yeah. It's a process. It's just a process. And we, as adults, or as children especially, we're taught, you know, color in the lines, do all this other stuff, follow this, do whatever. And then you realize, like, it's okay to fall on your face sometimes. Again, this is a little bit different, right? Mm-hmm. I already knew the process and I i actually had people, I personally knew that had already gone through the process. I yeah. said it was no big deal. Right. So, so I already knew that, but until you actually go through it, mm-hmm. it's a completely different ball game. But like, that's where I want all these people listening to this thing is to basically say like, if they get an offer accept an offer, mm-hmm. the best way to learn is to then go to somebody that's got some money mm-hmm and say, hey, I got this offer, mm-hmm. and it's accepted, mm-hmm. and this is the prices that it is, and this is where I think I'm going to do, and this is how I'm going to put it together, mm-hmm. just like follow your course. You will learn more mm-hmm. from that than anything else. Yeah, You know what I mean? Just just the, the real doing, and then all of a sudden, the clouds part, and you walk to the top. Yeah. Or or, or the next hill, or the, whatever the, that it is. The right? next
0: two deals show up on your desk, and you've done it, and you understand it, and it's it's easy to do it. And that's, you know, we talk about Early on, you're, you and you use this a lot, Adam. Uh, you know, you buy your three properties for two hundred fifty bucks each, and you sell them for seven fifty or a thousand or whatever the numbers are. But now, you know, you told me today you put under contract one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. Was that what that, it was?
1: Yeah, something like that. Yeah.
0: Okay, so you are you negotiating? You yeah. haven't finalized that one, right. but you had another property under. But one hundred and twenty grand, and you're like, oh man, it looks like a, a great deal. And or it was sixty, and you're, it's worth one hundred and twenty. Am I? Yeah,
1: fifty worth one twenty. Okay, plus, so
0: fifty yeah. worth one twenty. I mean that number is exponentially more, and it's not a fear. You're not sweating about it. You're not shaking at the hips. You're not doing any. You're not like, oh god, I'm gonna be sick. It's fifty grand. This this is what a teacher in Texas makes a year, and you're like, yeah, yeah, it looks good. Numbers look good. Let's run it. Let's go. Get it. Get it signed. Let's send it to title.
1: Yeah, that's. I, I was actually having that thought in my head while uh, we were going through it. I was mm-hmm. like, man, we just spent twenty minutes, thirty minutes on the phone, whatever it was, me and uh, my Project Two people, and. We said, yeah, all right, that's it. Pull the truck. Let's go. Right? Yep. It's like, you know, not even six years ago, looking at two hundred and fifty dollar properties oh, and being God. nervous about it because we didn't. Need, I didn't have any idea what was going on. Right. Just send a first mailer, which that that alone was something that was new. Had mm-hmm. to figure out. Then answering the first phone calls. Mm-hmm. i the first phone call I ever made. I, I made it about five seconds because <laughs> I didn't want... Hi, this is Adam. Do you yeah. want to sell? Thanks. Bye. <laughs> yeah, that's Woo-hoo. exactly it. Yeah. Done, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: And and that's... I I, I like that because... It, and I'm going to tie this back to what Trevor is. One of the three deals we're doing a Stove Canyon Ranch is, is going to be with you, between us again and, and you. And we haven't even looked at that. And what are we paying for that? I, I think it's 2.4? 2.4. Okay, I couldn't remember if it two two it's but 2.4 or 2.7. 2.4. But that's the level of... Comfort we're getting with these is where we say, okay, hey, let's buy a $2.4 million ranch and haven't even looked at it. I've got another one that's a half million in Oklahoma. I haven't been on it yet. I don't know what it looks like other than Google Earth. And, you know, so that threshold that, hey, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to die anyways. Might as well live a little bit and enjoy it. It's it's different. for
2: and, and that journey's different for everybody. And I really, but here's the cool thing about going big instead of small mm-hmm. is you have safety rails oh yeah whether that's partners whether that's banks whether that's you know what i mean yeah so
0: you have the bank who needs an appraisal you got a surveyor so you know the boundaries are good so the product you get when you've gone through it all is you know it's good you know it's worth at least what you paid for you're not losing anything and (laughs) then we know we're going to force some appreciation so we got a little money there as long as we can get the surveyor to answer the damn phone
1: (laughs) And
2: and then we go from there but those headaches are paid for Yep. Right. Like the the value of the hours that you're spent on. That's why, and that's why I think everybody can be their own king or queen of their backyard. Yep. I talked to a guy the other day that called me off podcast, and he is a surveyor, young guy. Mm -hmm. He's a surveyor in Alabama. How old is he? I seen him y'all's way. Twenty seven. Dude, I would
0: love to be a surveyor or own a surveying company at twenty seven. Oh my
2: gosh. Yeah. Appraisal.
0: Like, can your dad give me a? An apprenticeship, so I can be an appraiser. Three years. That's, I know, just yeah, to a sign general, me up. Yeah, general, he sees, he yeah. sees what I do. Yeah, <laughs> he, yeah. I mean, he knows I'm good at it. <laughs> so can he sign me up? Yeah. Can... Yeah. Anyway, and... <laughs> see, I brush that off. Anyway. Of Again, Justin, because
1: yeah, if he gets a yes, and I want a yes
0: too. want. Justin, you're not a pro man. Remember. Shh, 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 shh.
2: Anyway, but like, anyway, he came to me and he was like, "Well." I, I got that. I was like, dude, you're so far ahead. Yeah. You already understand a lot of this stuff. Oh, dude. And then I was like, then, you know, we can all, I don't care where you're at. We can all be the king or queen of our own little area, mm-hmm. and you can make millions. Oh, dude, you're- you're Millions, you're- especially in a place like North Texas or something yeah. like this that, that's constantly growing. Mm-hmm. As long as you don't completely screw it up, and the nice thing about it, if you go bigger- you got to have partners. You got to have banks or, or whatever it is. You have safety deals there that keep you
0: from getting in a bind. Yeah. No, I agree. That the one thing that worries me now on the size of the stuff that we're doing is if we. It's easy to go out and find. I say it's easy, and I, I'm using easy as a loose term here. We underwrite a lot to find a good deal. Yep. We could spend every day going through 20 ads to see if there's some appreciation that can be forced. Right. Yep. I could use price for that and say, okay, hey, I need what's. 1000 acres selling for what's 100 acres selling for and get the difference and know if I had appreciation and say okay hey what if it's got 30% appreciation there and I can get a loan there at 15 to 20% I know I'm doubling my money yep. just every time I could do that every day and find some stuff Yep I forgot where I was going with that thought
2: Were you talking about the market coming down? Oh no, is yeah, that, thank, you, thank you. Thank you.
0: So I could go out and put together 10 or 15 deals but if something happens and I'm holding the bag on $250,000 of interest payment Do every year, and I've got ten of them. It's two point five million dollars. I better have some backing or some money in place to hedge that. And we do a pretty good job of underwriting. We add six months of interest in there because I'm pretty sure that my broker is not going to let me buy and put something back because they're getting a commission on the back end that they don't think is going to sell in six months. Now it may be one or two deals to do, but that buys the interest down. So I'm just trying to get a little bit of a head. But at the same time, you could get yourself in a bad a bind holding a bag on shit that's worthless. Well, it won't, well be it won't be worthless because the bank is appraised and your safety rails are there. But yep. that's that's the thought that goes in my head. Is my biggest fear now is I get too greedy, too big, and I've got twenty of these things going on, and I'm holding the bag on an interest payment yearly of five million dollars, and
2: I'm going, ah, shit. That's that's why, personally, me, I want to go better, not bigger. Yep. Okay. Explain that. What I want to do is, as we know, and we we just talk about Texas, right? Mm-hmm. Because jobs are coming. Texas. Yeah, yeah. same with, thing with multifamily t- tesla thing. just moved their headquarters nine thousand jobs to austin yep uh, what is it uh not encore but uh not intel anyway another chip manufacturer mm-hmm. moved to outside of houston right mm-hmm. like all this other stuff so just as a multifamily person is going to look at where the jobs are at right mm-hmm. wherever the money's at then the demand for land will be there yeah right mm-hmm. so me personally i want to move closer to larger markets okay instead of selling to a recreational buyer mm-hmm. i want to sell to a small or a, a recreational buyer in in my world as a hunter slash outdoorsman whatever mm-hmm. right i want to sell five ten acre 20 acre tracks yep close the true coo- the true dude cowboy ranch the, that the- true ranches. <laughs> yep okay and the reason i and there's two reasons for that one demand mm-hmm. more and more people continue to move into these other areas In i mean arizona Colorado, Idaho, Texas, mm-hmm. Florida—all these places like this, right? It's not just. Texas. If y'all didn't just
0: take notes down on that and write down those <laughs> markets, hey, where did, what county do I need to mail to? He it's, just
2: he just named the seven states. Mail the whole state. Go get them. Absolutely, absolutely. Get rich. But but here's here's the cool thing about that is whenever you come in, instead of buying two thousand acres at a time or twenty four hundred mm-hmm. or a la- or seventeen hundred an acre, and whenever you force appreciation, say you can double your money, just like mm-hmm. we got done talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, those numbers still work a lot of those places the percentages still work the demand is higher closer mm-hmm. to these to these population centers mm-hmm. but the cool thing is is whenever i buy it for 10 mm-hmm. it then seems. they're worth 20 an acre yep and the buyers pull the buying pool continues to be strong yeah especially after covid we have fundamentally changed mm-hmm. how we live and work and our live and our work life balance mm-hmm. and and this is something I was just Two weeks ago, I was driving to Midland, and they were talking – it was on CNBC, and they were talking about how overall, as a country – and these and these are suits guys, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they are – Wall Street, all this other stuff. People want to work three days a week in the office mm-hmm. max.
0: Yep. Well, yeah, that's what they've wanted to do all the time.
2: But now they have the power. And, and
0: they've shown it can work. You didn't shut down the economy sending everybody home to work. And that's a positive out of COVID, other than alcohol being able to go in Texas. <laughs> I mean <laughs> – I like being able to take my drink to go when I'm not done.
2: But but I think I think that's I think that's a great opportunity for anybody listening to this stuff. Obviously the stuff way out is great as long as it's affordable.
0: Well I, I you you know I'm thinking about when you said what you said there, and I, I agree and I, I'm gonna ask a rhetorical question to Adam. Do you own property that you hold for yourself to use?
1: Like recreational? Recreational.
0: No. no but you almost bought you you were buying some at yeah. Clothes. How far away from that town was it? hour okay perfect yeah. i don't i've done a shit ton of deals and i've bought a bunch of recreational property i don't hold anything for myself because everything i've bought has been just a little bit farther than what really drove me to keep because i'm not going to use it i'm not going to drive four and a half hours with my kids that are eight and three in a car after they get out of school on a friday that's just too that's too far for
2: me give me an hour hey i'm looking now mm-hmm. i'm thinking now well, that and you've seen that in the difference in oklahoma compared oh yeah to next to north texas right like four years ago i bought four different forty acre parcels in Latimer County, Oklahoma mm-hmm. with access and all this other stuff, paid like eight grand a pop for them. So you paid
0: 200 bucks an acre piece. Yes. Yeah. I mean,
2: and it just flew off the I, I should have kept them. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Because I, they're good hunting. Yeah. And they I, had good access to all this other stuff. And I was just like, no, I'll just sell them and I'll sell them for like, yeah, sixteen or what yeah. you know what I mean? Just like double your money, and get out. Right. Yep. And now I'm just like, what an idiot.
0: Yeah, that same 40 in Latimer goes for eighty, ninety. Oh. <sighs> and so that and that's and that's the the thing is that part is close to the Metroplex. It's two to three hours. I'm in the south part of the Metroplex. Even that's a little far, unless it was just a beautiful piece of property, I'd have to be that, that Broken Bow. Broken Bow's crazy busy right now. You could put cabins up there and Airbnb it out forever. Again, we're talking shiny object syndrome a little bit. Yep. Don't get, oh, I'm going to go to Broken Bow. I'm going to buy some lots. They want $50,000 an acre if you're on the water. Yep. That's, that's what they want. They're getting it because they're putting a 3,000-square-foot cabin with a swing set in the backyard and renting it out at 500 bucks a
2: night. How are they able to do that? How are they able to charge that? Because they have a buyer pool. Because the jobs are coming to these yep. areas, people want to get out and demand of this. and everything else like that. So you've got to go go with the macro, yep. right? But again, twenty twenty two, think better, not bigger. Personally, yep, that, that, I think that's a great goal. I, I
1: like be, that goal? Yeah, I mean, we've kind of talked about doing that anyway. Yeah,
0: we we always keep our feelers out in our backyard, and you you, you talked about being in your backyard. And one of the most wealthy real estate investors I know personally, they only work this county they, they they do not leave this county like occasionally they'll go into tarrant just because they know it but that they they'd stay in their backyard and they make money hand over fist every year i think because, there's even
1: parts of this county they don't work in because yeah, i bought we got what was it
0: uh we bought duplex and quadplex down there
1: yeah yeah
0: and they didn't want it yeah oh yeah, we yeah, just yeah. we don't like that town why i don't just i don't like the clientele in that town and these were brand new they were what six year old mm-hmm so, I mean it was a pretty new build the builder built it and had one left and he didn't want to be a landlord anymore sold it to us yeah. so it's uh you know working in your backyard is not a bad thing, but you know all the gurus out there tell you, you gotta go all over the country you gotta work
2: everywhere yep and you have to offer thirty five percent of market value continue, 20, continue 20, to, twenty twenty continue to 25%. To, can continue to do that please yeah you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> dial in
0: you know that that was one of the biggest eye openers for me i think twenty twenty one brought what twenty twenty one brought for me was you know, looking at on-market deals, you know, as I, as I always caught my properties, I was like, dang, man, I should buy this thousand acres for a million dollars because the 20 acres are selling for this. But actually going through the process now, now that's that red flag that pops up to me every time. Or when I see great road access on a property, like I had one today come in on a deal review and it had road access on two sides. It's next to a river It's in Missouri, real easy subdivide state. Um, you didn't need to put a road in. All you had to do is, when you got your survey, say, "Hey, I want the line cut here and here." Now you've got three seven-acre properties, and it pushed the the per acre price from a thousand dollars per acre up to three thousand dollars an acre. Just cutting a twenty-acre into a third and getting it at he was thinking he was getting it at seventeen hundred bucks an acre or seventeen thousand for the whole one, and it makes it a it makes it a home run. He's gonna make sixty grand on the deal for what a paper subdivide.
2: Yep. Yeah, and and I think I think that. The subdivides are great. I think the next level is to help in, in whether that's entitlements. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I've yeah. talking to Mike and all this other stuff. Like You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, as you get closer, you're going to have to change your game a little bit.
0: There's going to be – I agree with that. I think you know there's, a, mean? there's a there's a certain play there that has to happen, but let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Yeah. I, I, I don't yeah. – I, I yeah. you know, people doing air subdivides in a, in a condo skyscraper <laughs> right now, I don't want you worrying about that. I want you to get over the fact that you can't do something right now and at least try to do something, whether that's, if you haven't sent your mailer, mail it. Adam said that, Yeah, just get over the fact that you're going to send some mail out. That's marketing material. That's how you're going to drive your in your, uh, your inbound pipeline. If you want to split a parcel because it has road access all the way down one side and it's big enough that you can split it in half and you see value that talk about that, bring that up, grow from there. Yes. Make some phone calls. Don't just send in, though. I found a 90-acre property somewhere. guy wants a lot of money for it. I think we could split it up. Have a plan in place. Draw a little bit on the map. I mean, I just, hey, you got 90 acres. Cool, dude. Yeah. I'm not pointing anybody in directly. I'm just saying I, I get a lot of these. I think we could split this one up. And then they haven't looked at it in 3D, and it's a fucking mountain range. Well, what am I going to do with this thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cool. So any... Any last words of advice for the listeners that maybe haven't got to know you well enough, Trevor? you want to give us your podcast so they can listen to you there? And
2: Oh, um, yeah. this is My podcast is not nearly as good as this one. It's called <laughs> uh, Land Investing, the Dirt Road to Wealth, and it's just ramblings of uh, a strange human being. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway. I d- dude, but- you, I have listened to a couple, and there's a couple that you get kind of dark late at night. You can tell it's <laughs> 2 in the morning. You hadn't slept, and you're just like... <sighs> <laughs> I'm doing this because I have to do this, and I just feel like I need to get it off my chest. And <laughs> no, I, that's exactly right. And I like it, though. It's, it it's, is. It's, it's raw. It's not it's not Adam picking on me. It's, no. It's uh, uh, okay.
2: <laughs> No. No, I think, again, I think the biggest deal right now is as soon as, if you've not done a deal or you've only done little b small deals or something like this, send your dang mail out, make your offers, whatever it is, and then the way you can start putting your team together if you don't have a team, if you've mm-hmm. never done this before, is you practice with live bait or Mm -hmm. or something on the line you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like make those calls talk to talk to you know the surveyor Mm -hmm. talk to the county talk to you know the road guy or Mm -hmm. or whatever it is if it's subdivide if that's what Mm -hmm. you want to do or make sure that you talk to all these brokers all the time Mm -hmm. right in a certain area that you're mailing you need to talk to 10 to 15 brokers and they're only going to be two of them that are worth a darn Mm -hmm. you need to talk to them once a month hey dude what's going on out there yeah, you know what I'm saying. What what's moving? What subdivision in Custer County is is kicking ass right now? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, do that be part of the active deal, and then when you have something, whether that's you know an agreement on the deal or they want to talk back or or you know negotiate one way or the other, put the thing under contract. Yeah, put just put some money down, do it earnest money, do 30 days, 60 days, whatever the heck it is, right? Mm-hmm. And go get in front of people. Whether that's money, whatever the that process is that you learned. Mm-hmm. And you will learn more about yourself Mm -hmm. than any course or any book can ever teach you.
0: I I agree one hundred percent. I would be willing to bet, all three of us in this room, the course—if we took a course early on—our business model now looks nothing like what we were taught. I can I can say that fair enough, fair statement for you, Adam.
1: Fair statement,
0: Trevor. Fair statement. Yeah.
2: Well. Yeah. You know, and I've taken I've took a couple courses. You know, and the funny thing is, is I'm doing what my family's done. <laughs> I, I'm a slow learner. Yeah. yeah very slow learner. So, but but so this is why they didn't want to work <laughs> yeah. with
0: you. No, oh, yeah. no, dad, I'm going to do it these 19 other ways before <laughs> yeah. I do it. And then here I am back. This I think this is what you call being 40. Dad, yeah. I finally figured it out. You were right. I love you. Yeah. Women yeah. go through this at 25 with their mothers. We yeah. we do it later on in life where we say, you
2: know what, dad? You, yeah. You're right. No, but yeah, yeah, no, everything has changed. And the thing is, is you have to progress as the market progresses Mm -hmm. right and that's something that you've got to understand is just because the way things have been done forever right you can be the best you know buggy whip maker in the world it doesn't make any difference time has passed you by everyone else has passed you by and the way i think that you set yourself apart is you have either a game plan or the big deal in this especially in this niche is everybody can send letters very few people have money yeah if you can get money right, raise money, do whatever that is, banks, wh- whatever that is, right? Whatever your unfair advantage is,
0: mm-hmm. maximize that. Dude, I like that. What what, what would you consider your un- unfair advantage? And you can't use me.
2: Well, I mm. wouldn't specifically <laughs> say to you, but I would say our <laughs>
1: network.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. That's a good one. That's a good one. Well, Trevor, what's your unfair advantage?
1: Uh,
2: I would say family. But, you know, I think my unfair advantage is I have creativity uh-huh. when it comes to to things, and then also I absolutely love the vehicle.
0: The vehicle meaning
2: dirt. Okay, you love land. I love land. I'm okay. a lifer, dude. Okay, like like I fall in love with every place we go see. Yeah, right. Like oh I know. Sometimes like, I sometimes have to talk you off the ledge. It's oh fine. yeah, it's it's <laughs> awesome. But that, I have that, heard that, you talk bad about land. It's nothing
0: but chewed down, <laughs> goddamn rock. <laughs> goddamn it goats have been eating it on it for ten it years. It is <laughs>
2: well, but but again, I still would rather do that than you know the first house that i've ever bought and flipped whatever had you know two people had died in a fire and there was still crispy <laughs> stuff on the floor yes right like you don't have that with yeah land. that's that's what i like
0: or you do and you just dig a hole and yeah, you put and it in you the, just, <laughs> the sometimes shagging.
2: you have a travel trailer that's out there you didn't weren't you didn't we, know didn't, anything about. we just didn't see it when we we took a right instead of a left
0: oh god i love it i love it i love it i I, uh, I, and, I'll, and I'll throw my unfair advantage out there. My willingness to just talk. I don't care. I'll talk to anybody. I'll make a phone call to anybody. I have no fear when it comes to opening my mouth, as we know from 370 episodes, 360-something. Something
1: around something right there, yeah. Yeah,
0: and your 20-something years of knowing me, I, I, I'll talk to anybody, anywhere, anytime. And it, that that's, I think, my unfair advantage because I will, I'm willing to open up those conversations. But those conversations have led to me knowing more people that do random shit all over the country than anything at all. Like I could say, you say, hey, I need a cleanup guy in this county. Oh, man, I use so-and-so, and he told me, hey, if I ever need it, call this guy. And you have that person. I, and Trevor, I know you're great at that as well. You, you, you network really well. Adam mentioned network, but I, mine's a little bit different than that. And I, I think that is an unfair advantage, but it's just a skill acquired from a different
2: life. Well, well why, why am I sitting here, right? Yep. Because you called... On yeah. Another course on a deal out in the middle of BFE mm-hmm. that I told you was not a good deal,
0: yeah. And that was 2017 ish, well, you, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, like, but that conversation, like, that whole
2: network, right? Yeah, that conversation yeah. led
0: to that, and that here we are. And in you know, together, I think we've, I think by the end of 2022, I, I would will be willing to say that we would have generated close to three million, if not more, in profit. Oh,
2: no, we're gonna do way more than
0: that, you think? Oh, I'm, yeah, Don't okay, so. I think, but that's where we're at as of right now. Yep. Working together on yep. on a few deals, so yep. I, I would say that that's that's a fair that's a fair good conversation to have with somebody
2: five years ago that generates three plus million dollars. Well, and that and that's the nice thing about like go ahead, you know, buying y'all's course right. Is yep. you get on the Facebook deal and yep. you get into all this stuff and you and you talk to like minded people. Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. that's the whole reason that Bon Road went mm-hmm. is because you already know land. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you knew, and, and, like, my dad presented the first one, right? Mm-hmm. And, and things like that. And so you knew that we had a track record, knew how to do all this other stuff. You know, again, my my dad and uncle are just too conservative. Yeah. And the other guy, the guy in the middle and everything, he's conserv- not only conservative, but, like, he does no land. Yeah. Where you for a small amount of money, not only are you going to get knowledge, but you're also going to get plugged into these guys. Yeah. And that's worth way more than any damn... Uh, That you could have Because this is a niche It is a very small niche Believe me You know You may listen to all these podcasts And get on the Facebook groups And all this other stuff It is nothing Compared to houses (laughs) Apartments Self-storage Any of that stuff Crypto All this other stuff Right We're still
0: Minor. Very small. And some of the people wouldn't hate that we, we talk to people outside the niche and they start to show up and come in here because the niche has grown. People are sending I, – I don't know if the niche has really grown tenfold or it's just people are willing to send more mail. Like I mean, the mail counts have gone up. I mean there's no denying that. We have never said they're not. Um, but, you know, for us, like we don't have a subscription service that says, hey, you got to buy this from us to, to try to keep you hooked into it. We want you in our funnel because we found that the deal – the value of the deal. Like we talked about one phone call – Five years ago generates three million dollars, what does that do over the lifetime? and if you put five hundred people through this and they 're all looking at the same type of deals you are and looking at the same way, you can really turn some money what 's better two hundred and fifty dollars a month or three hundred whatever the going rate is now for a subscription service or generating three million dollars over five years off of one person mm-hmm. what's that person value that client value
2: and I think that's if you really want to get down to the nitty gritty like that is where the value is on all this stuff right mm-hmm. and if you come across a deal you know it's it's the collective intelligence oh yeah of the group right mm-hmm. you're not alone even though you are alone sitting under, <laughs> you're you we've all done it right oh dude like, it sucks yeah you know and you and, you, yeah. and you, it is super lonely and your only reason i have facebook is for the facebook groups right yeah. like and to talk and and to do all this other stuff because that's where buying this course or getting into you know what i'm saying and that's and you do i, I think you need to put some money into the deal yeah. You need Nip to some chip it. And the only reason I say that is because then you take yourself seriously. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Right. We've all bought a course. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we we all at least took that initial and y'all's is not much at all, especially no. compared to a lot of the other folks. Yeah. Buy in and everyone else will take you seriously. Yeah. When it comes to that stuff. Right. Yeah. If you go in asking for free stuff all the time, everything else like that, that's fine. But it has nothing to do with wasting our time. It mm-hmm. has everything to do with wasting your own time because you're not, in right, mm-hmm. And the only reason that you're not in is because you think you got days to burn. Yeah, because you you yeah. And all of a sudden, <laughs> we're all pushing up daisies, and okay. we come all the way back to the end. You oh know?
0: man, he just hit us with a whole spin around yeah, sidekick. I, I, Adam
1: I did bring that right back. He right did. Back to
0: it. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't my first podcast, bro. <laughs> no, I, I I really love that, and I, I want to just hit on one thing—the the smallest of the niche. And I think it's funny as we. I had a deal come across the desk today, and the, uh, the lady had another investor who it was, and then, so there's two people, both brought me the deal to deal review within an hour of each other's exact same deal, <laughs> and I laugh, and I said, I've already seen this deal, and they both go, what's the other one paying, and I said, how about I give y'all both each other's phone number, and y'all split the deal 50-50, because one of y'all got it a lot cheaper than the other person, and y'all both make money on the deal, and that's, to me, you talk about the niche being small is if somebody says, hey, do you know so-and-so out of this? Chances are I either know their name from a Facebook group or I have done work with them. And, that's, and I can think of most of the big, the, I would call them the big five gurus. Most of them we have helped in some way or another. Their businesses we've consulted, we've done deals with. We, we know there's two that I don't know personally, and Bosch and Podolsky, I do not know them personally. I know a lot of their
2: clients, though. So, I've had good conversations with Podolski. Yeah, like personally, you yeah, know what I mean. I just like I don't know him. I don't, I got none, that, but I've never taken the course. I don't know yeah, anything about. I, I don't whatever. know
0: him personally. I've never spoken to the man. I have nothing bad to say about the man. Yeah. I just don't know him. Yeah. But uh, you know, most of the other ones we we know pretty well. So, but it all works. It does. It does. It, and everybody's got their spin to it. Everybody's got it. And as we see us, man, I sure do like doing four deals a year that make eight million dollars. That sounds a lot cooler than man. I got to struggle. To make ten thousand dollars a month to feed my family, and we had that conversation. My five VAs. Yeah, my five VAs. I mean, and and that's it. They they all have their different spins and different thrills. But we had that conversation. Was it Tuesday? And what what does it look like when you do a deal now? Man, I don't pay myself. It the money just stacks, and I just keep turning it. I want to turn it as much as I can. I have money that I'm gonna live with, but I I I know that I need to continue to build it to a point where it's all put out working. I've got three or four subdivides with guys like Trevor all over the country. And I'm just sitting back and you know, when they close out, they close out. I get a wire check or whatever that looks like. And we're continually just working and and enjoying life.
2: But, and and let's, let's explain that. We'll just kind of finish up. Right. Like again, that takes teamwork. Oh yeah. Right. Like you don't have to be by yourself. No. And that's, and that's where you got to squad up or whatever the heck that you want to talk about it. Like these big deals, I don't care who you are. You're gonna need a surveyor. You're gonna mm. need a road guy. You're gonna need a water wheel guy. You're gonna mm-hmm. need power companies. You're gonna need all this stuff. So don't take it upon yourself that you have to do this rugged individualism because that's yeah. bunk anyway. Yeah, everybody takes. Everybody needs somebody to help them, no matter what it is. 100%. And so, and so, breathe easy on this. Get your ass in gear, but breathe easy. Like you're gonna have a team around you if you're going to this level. But mm-hmm. even even on the small ones, right? Like, in order to make the game play, you have to do it at such high volume. You need virtual assistants, you need 1099 salespeople, you need all this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. You are literally building a business. And I've got a bunch of money put away now. Mm -hmm. Right? I've always been pretty frugal. I've always done all this, you know, things like that. I could have quit earlier. Mm -hmm. I didn't because I wanted to make sure that everything was right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm conservative on that way. And Mm -hmm. we've talked about this, right? Justin, I've had multiple conversations about this. Again, And everyone has their own risk tolerance on this stuff, but like, it's okay. Just go. Don't be worried about it anymore. Just go, and everything will figure it out.
0: And I, I want to add on to that because I, you you talked about your team and your network, and I'm sorry, but this has gone really long. And I
2: know
1: Adam's 8, getting
0: Each one of you keep going, I know I want to add on to that. <laughs> well, let me just say <laughs> this. Well, let me add on to that <laughs> one more time. <laughs> <laughs> who's going to say the
1: final word here? I'll but shut
0: up. I, well, no, no, no. I'll wrap it up, and and, I'll, and we'll let Trevor have his final words. And I'm sorry about that. But I, I do because it, it's good to have somebody else in here that's in the niche. It's good to have somebody that's been involved for a while. And we have these conversations, these thoughts, because this is not stuff that we all think, that we don't not think individually. These are things that people that are probably year one, year two need to understand. I, I've got a, had a, a deal come across the desk a couple weeks ago, or a week ago, that was a commercial deal. The person told me, I have seven days, to. I'm closing in seven days, I need the money in seven days. And I'm like, okay, have you done these impact studies? Have you done this? You done, and their due diligence piece was totally different. They took the, the advice, say, hey, go do it, go mail it, they get it. They've got a million-dollar deal that they're looking at, but they've never done it, and they're too, they're too hard-headed to listen to, hey, these questions we're asking. Because I got a call from somebody else that was vetting that person. said, hey, small niche again. Hey, do you know this person? Yeah, I know him. I said, I've, I've talked to him a bit in the past, and they said, uh, they brought this deal to me. I said, oh, okay, next day I got the deal put in front of me because he didn't answer. Because he says he gave him a checklist that says, hey, this is the stuff you need to go through. I need to know this stuff. Oh, well, they don't want to do it. just come to me. I say the exact same thing. Oh, well, you know, uh, uh, uh. hey, you could structure it this way. You have the money to do it this way. Oh, I don't have time. Everything's negotiable. You can have this conversation. But no, it was, everything was a finite, like this is the way it had to be done. This is the way this. is. You got to be willing to listen and take into consideration, especially if two people that you went to for money because you didn't have it, they tell you the exact same thing. You really need to be open to that critique or that advice or that, that experience or the wisdom, as you called it.
2: Yeah, well, just just like you were talking about with a motorcycle, like you have to step your way up. You don't go racing on the top class. You know, you end up dead.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no one's ending up dead around here. No.
0: no sir. Well, we all are. That's actually the moral of the story today. Is we all are. We don't know when that is, so we should live this week like it could be our last. So whether that's personally or business, make sure those relationships. You're having that conversation. You're saying hi. You're talking to them. Keep them up. Like give a person send a text. Send a Send him an email. Just say, hey, man, I was thinking of you. Hey, how's it going? Hope the kids are well. You know, whatever that is, reach out on Facebook. Do that because, as Trevor and Adam both said, network and the team around you is what makes you successful. So, Trevor, I'm going to let you have the final words. Anything
2: last? Um, if, you, if you're thinking about getting into the niche, buy the course, get into the group, it'll be the best money you spent. Okay,
1: Adam. All right, my final words? Yeah, yeah go, go check out uh, Trevor. I like the name of his podcast. Dirt Road to Wealth, Land Investing, Dirt Road to Wealth? Yes, sir. I like that. I do, too. Yeah. That's creative. Did you come up with that yourself? Yes, I did. Very good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And right. Uh, I'm a studied man. I, I read a little. <laughs> uh, I, and uh, when you're doing that, uh, for not just our show, but for Trevor's show also, like go to iTunes, go to Facebook, go to anywhere that you're listening to podcasts, and uh, anywhere on the social medias, give a like, or a subscribe, a rate, review, and um, yeah, that's it. We'll see you next Friday, guys.
0: See you, guys. Thank you.